Hey everyone, welcome to the Torque Message of the Week. We know you will be uplifted and equipped to go deeper in your relationship with Jesus through what is spoken. Please enjoy this message from Dr. Robin Cassis. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit torque.org. Now for the message. Stand to our feet and welcome up Pastor Tony, because he's got a word and a half for us. And I can't wait to be spiritually crucified, burnt and uplifted all at the same time. Hallelujah. Come on, let's make him feel welcome. Pastor, come on up. Now you're good. You can, you, you can just say one word and we can get convicted. So hallelujah. The Holy Spirit's done a lot, but He's going to just quickly share a word to round it off. Father, we thank You for what, Lord, You're about to say through Pastor Tony. Briefly, Father, to just seal what You've done in our hearts tonight. And we thank You for this man of God, this apostle, this father, who's a father to us all, Lord, and who, Lord, puts his life on the line to hear from You. And so now, Lord, reward that, Lord, faithfulness and speak through him. Let it find good, Lord, root and produce the fruit. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, this one. All right, let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 23 and then we'll get straight into it. No, no time wasting as we go into this. This word is both for our church and the Sydney church. I felt just a word of encouragement was, was uh, expedient. You really need to see this morning's message that I gave to the morning service. Really, really timely. The Lord spoke about how every invention that's come out of the industrial revolution. Do you know what I mean by the industrial revolution? Right? The beginning with the steam engine and then um, oil lamps, then natural gas and so forth, electricity, the telephone, radio. All of these inventions were God's grace to meet up the time it took to get the gospel from A to B, okay? Trains were for the gospel. Cars were for the gospel. Planes are for the gospel. Rockets are for the gospel. The internet's for the gospel. Are you hearing me? Because history serves Jesus, not the other way around. So get, get to see the morning service message. Now, in 2 Samuel 23, where uh, David's wrapping up his life and he's starting to do what we call, you know, like a summary of what God had done through him as a, as a king and as a man of God. And then from verse, um, from verse about verse four, verse eight onwards, uh, we, the Holy Spirit begins to describe David's mighty men, the men who stood with David alongside him in his vision to see the nation of Israel succeed. And every ministry, every man or woman who is in ministry doesn't get there alone. They have a, a group of people who walked with them, supported them, encouraged them and believed in them even when they would fall. Everyone needs that support system. Can you say Amen. You need, a, you need a support system that if you do drop off, they will help you get back up and get moving again. That's what church is all about. 
Well, it should be that way. <laughs> when you fall, your brothers and sisters in Christ will help to get you back up again. And David was surrounded by these men and women, but mainly the men, because they're the ones who went out to war. These were the guys who stood with David and they were even standing with him when his son Absalom was trying to destroy him. Yeah. And then I believe these men didn't wake up one day and say, I'm going to be a hero. They just were at the right place, at the right time and ready for God to use them in whatever capacity He chose. Get that. They didn't wake up and, and become great because it was something that they tried to figure out or do in their own strength. All they did was make themselves available for God to use. And that's all we need to do. And one of these men is a guy named Sharma, verse 11. After him was Sharma. Now Sharma is the third of the three mightiest men. And then we're told, Sharma the son of Agi, the Hararite. The Philistines had gathered together into a troop where there was a piece of ground full of lentils. And so the people fled from the Philistines but he stationed himself in the middle of the field, defended it and killed the Philistines. So the Lord brought about a great victory. I want to read that again. After him was Shama, the son of Agi, the Hararite. The Philistines had gathered together into a troop where there was a piece of ground full of lentils. And so the people fled from the Philistines, but he stationed himself in the middle of the field, defended it and killed the Philistines. And so the Lord brought about a great victory. Sharma didn't wake up that morning thinking, I'm going to be a hero today. He was fighting the Philistines like every other Israelite was, but as he found himself in this field where they were growing lentils, suddenly all of his countrymen fled and he found himself alone in the middle of this field and he had to make a decision right there and then, fight or flight. Fight or flight. Fight or run. Now, it's significant that the Holy Spirit mentions it's a field of lentils. Lentils, as you know, is the staple um, crop of a lot of countries. It's very easy to grow lentils. It's not like rice where you have to have a rice paddy and a water supply constantly and you've got to make sure the nutrients are right. It's really, really easy to grow lentils. And so Sharma is in this middle of what I would call a hill of beans. Have you heard that term? Yeah. A hill of beans means it's, beans are very cheap. You don't lay your life down for a hill of beans because they're cheap. But this hill of beans ends up being the litmus test of a hero. He had to make a decision, do I defend this hill of beans or do I run? And he allowed God to bring about a courage upon himself 
that the Scripture says the Lord brought about a great victory for Sharma. And what did Sharma do? Stood his ground. That's all he did. Did, Do you get this? Church in Sydney, any saint that's experiencing a lockdown, pressure from your employers about anything, terms of service. I believe the Holy Spirit is only saying one thing to you. When everyone else is fleeing, just station yourself and stay there. Just make a stand. The rest is God. The rest is God. All you got to do is defend your hill of beans. That's what makes you a hero. It's not your great school. It's not your great spirituality. You see everyone else running and you're just standing there going, nope, I'm staying right here. I ain't going nowhere. And if I die, I die. You know what's a hero? A hero who's made the decision, I'll pay the price. Because I'd rather live in victory than die in defeat. Can you get that? Can you get that? Can you be a Sharma in your situation? You don't have to go out on a limb and be some kind of freak. All you say is, this, this is the line and I'm not going to allow anyone to cross it. Yeah, yeah. That's what Sharma did. He said, Philistines, go and find another field, but this hill of beans is mine. This stand is mine. And if I die defending it, so be it. I'm committed myself to God. That's what made Sharma a hero. Everyone was going back and he just stood there and going, no, I ain't going to run. I'm standing up for what I believe is truth. Do you get this? That's what makes heroes. Heroes are the ones that don't go with the flow of the world. That's all. And Nate mentioned Tim's seminar last night. Tim said, the unknowns of history are the heroes in heaven. The unknowns of history are the heroes in heaven. Yeah, we know David, we know Solomon, we know Samuel, we know Daniel, we know Joseph, we know them all. But you know who, who are going to be in the biggest parades when the Lord returns? Saints like you and I, who like Sharma, all we had to do was stand. God is going to give us such honour on that day. Because there's this huge vacuum cleaner in the world trying to suck the whole church into conformity. Now, you need to go back to the Lord and ask the Lord, what's my hill of beans? And what stand do I make to keep my hill of beans? Because a hill of beans is cheap to the world. They think we're idiots. 
when we make stands, right? Look at what they're doing. This is because Christians that have gone before us did not stand for their hill of beans. To the point now where even government endorses this stuff. So here we are, whether you're at college, whether you're at a job, whether you're experiencing something in your family, all of us are going to be required to make a stand. Church in Sydney, your stand is just hang on. Just hang on. Hang on and believe the Word of God. Believe the prophecies. Believe that your prayers are a memorial offering before the Lord. Believe that what the, um, the Portuguese explorer spoke over Australia, God will fulfil. He called it the great south land of the Holy Spirit and everything around us at the moment is trying to tell us it is not going to be the south land of the Holy Spirit. Well, I know about you, but Pastor Nate said, Lord, open our eyes. Those who are for us are more than those who are against us. So as an act of faith, let's all stand. And we're just going to declare to the heavenlies that we are going to stand in the middle of our hill of beans and we're not going to move. What God has promised, He will fulfil. Amen. Lord, we just commit our hearts to You as a church, as churches both on both sides of the Pacific. And we ask You, Lord, to give us the ability by Your grace to make a stand like Sharma of old. He stood in that field of lentils. And when everyone was running and fleeing from the Philistines, He stood in the middle of the field, a field that was worth basically nothing. But that field became a field of His destiny, a field of His dreams. And His name is forever written in the chronicles of heaven because He made a stand for righteousness. And we ask, Lord, that by Your Spirit, You would enable us to make a stand when the world is trying to make us conform. Lord Jesus, we thank You for grace tonight. We thank You that You reveal by Your Spirit what our hill of beans is. In Jesus' Name, Amen. I lost the volume on this. Hello. Oh, there you go. All right, so thank you guys. You may be seated. So just before you go home tonight, Pastor, if you would just give a thumbs up. We don't often do it, but I want to pair you guys off with people that, you're, that are your peers and discuss what your heel of beans is because you need to talk about it, Right? You need to know that someone's going to stand with you. Sharma was alone, but you are not. Jesus sent them out two by two so that your brother or your sister would watch your back. All right, so we'll see how that goes. I don't know if Pastor is approving of that because it's pretty late. But I would suggest if you're in a household, an apartment, get everybody from that apartment 
and pray about your hill of beans. If you're living in a family, everybody in that family, let's discuss what the hill of beans are because you're going to defend your hill of beans. Amen. That's it for tonight. We love you. And if you're defending your hill of beans right now, we stand with you like Sharma did. Just stand. God will do the rest. Just stand. Sydney Church, while you're at home, make your stand. Make your stand. It's going to open up and when it does, it'll open up bigger than before. I believe the prayers for New South Wales have come up as a memorial before God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' Name. Amen. Thanks, Pastor. Oh, Pastor, I mentioned it when you were out of the room, so you weren't here when I said it. But um, Pastor wanted me to remind you that, um, you know, modern inventions are God's way of speeding up time. I said to the morning service saints, when a woman's about to give birth, the birth pangs are around about an hour between when it first starts. And then as her body begins to get prepared for giving birth, they start to come more frequent, maybe five minutes apart, then three minutes apart, and then a minute apart, until finally the dilation of the birth canal is 10 centimetres or more, depending on the woman. And then soon after that, the baby's head will come through and birth begins very much soon after that. Well, as history has unfolded since the time of Pentecost till about the Industrial Revolution, the Industrial Revolution was a, 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 a line that was drawn where the Lord says, now I'm cutting the work short in righteousness. What took 10 years now takes 10 months. What took 10 months now takes 10 weeks. What took 10 weeks now takes 10 days. And He's done that through the telephone, through radio, through television, through aircraft. All of these inventions were God's way of speeding up, getting over distance quickly. Communication over distance quickly. I can get my cell right now and call Sydney, I'm, I'm there straight away. That's for the Gospel. And the reason why it's happening so quickly is because the earth is about to break under sin's weight. We're told by the Apostle, all of creation groans and is in birth pangs for the redemption of the sons of God. What does that mean? Creation is waiting also to be freed from the bondage to sin and decay. So earthquakes will become more frequent, more intense. Natural disasters will become more frequent and more intense. Plagues will become more frequent and more intense because the earth is about to give birth to the sons of God. Do you get that? These are just signs. As in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man returns. As in the days of Sodom, so shall it be 
when the Son of Man returns. They were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying and giving in marriage. But they did not know what would come upon them until Noah went into the ark and the flood took them away. We're like Noah, yeah? Our ark is the church, the body of Christ. And everyone out there thinks we're nuts. But guess what? When the fire comes, we're the only ones with fireproof jackets on. Amen. God bless you. All right, church. Father, we thank You for that Word. We thank You for everything You did tonight via Your Holy Spirit in this room. Seal the healings that took place. Don't let the enemy or the devourer come to try and still kill, rob or destroy from what You did in our bodies, in our emotions, in our minds, our every system tonight, Lord. And Lord, as we go throughout the week, we look forward to You showing us what our hill of beans is and how we're gonna stand not alone, with our brothers and our sisters and with Your Holy Spirit, God the Spirit, and we're gonna stand and when we've done all we can do, we're gonna stand. In the Name of Jesus and everyone says, Amen. Amen. God bless you online, we love you. Join us for movies at Sunday night, next Sunday. And church, we're dismissed. I would activate what Pastor Tony said in your after service fellowship. Get with your household, get with your roommates, get with those that God has called you to stand with and have a conversation about how you can stand this week. Hallelujah. If this is your first time accepting Jesus, we would love for you to get in touch with us so we can walk alongside you in taking your next steps in faith. There is so much that God wants to do in your life to show His goodness and love, and our team is ready and willing to connect you and partner with you on your journey. Visit torque.org contact to speak to someone today. It is our joy to partner with you and see Jesus become real, relevant, and relational in every part of your life. Thanks for listening to the Torque Message of the Week. We hope you were encouraged by this message and stirred to make this more than just words, but a reality. If you've been impacted by what was shared, why not go ahead and share it with someone who you know needs to hear it? You can get the latest episodes of this podcast by subscribing via Spotify, Apple, or our Torque app. Need to rewatch this message again? Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel or check out TorqueTV.org for more amazing content. We thank you for your generous support and prayers. And if you would like to contribute to our ministry, please visit Torque.org forward slash give. From all of our leaders and team, we love you, are praying for you, and believing for you every step to be aligned with Him and His Spirit this week. Until next time, God bless.